Welcome to Too Many Jams. It's a show about all things 20-year-old. With help from friends, experts, and our own personal experiences, we hope to shed some light on those things that leave our age group lost and confused. If you're watching on the camera right now, you can see we're joined by Pat Greenall, the one and only, not small, <laughs> very muscular Factually man, big <laughs> body presence. <laughs> and uh, before we get into his episode, we give a shout out to True History Beer here. Pat, if you want to have a, oh, have a little this. sip. Yeah, I gotta try this out. First taste. Out of the can, even though. I already poured the glass. It's really good, actually. It is. It's a Pilsner. Yeah. It's easy to drink. It's our friend's beer. We say it every episode. You're going to buy beer anyway. You know, instead of buying from Molson and all that, like, why not Why not get from a buddy, especially if Support it's a couple friends. Can's yeah. really cool. Great beer. Like they the got, can, too. They got a few more coming out, too, so stay tuned uh, for, you know, what's going on in the True History world. That's at True History Brewing. And then, obviously, we got Riss and Rye. Big Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> huge weekend huge for the weekend uh, that's that's why i'm a little uh, busy today but uh uh also landia jewelry uh for for women's jewelry did really well this this weekend so give them a shout out uh jams 15 for 15 percent off at wrist and rye now that that's out of the way the real meat meat and potatoes here <laughs> we got pat greenall and you may even know who he is uh like if you went to Western, you might recognize his name or his <laughs> videos and stuff like that. But we've had a bit of a weird like path crossing yeah. history. What? No, definitely. What what are those videos? Um, yeah, some of those videos back in the day when I was at Western. Um I actually didn't really like going out at the beginning of school. Like I just didn't really like the idea of going and like getting fucked up and everything. So I kinda thought that it would be jokes to troll the people who were like bombed on Richmond Row. Yeah. And so I was like, you know, why not just go out and just kind of troll them, I guess, or like ask them questions that I felt like they, they were easy normally, but while they were drunk, they probably wouldn't be able to answer. And uh, yeah, from that, it kind of just turned into some crazy, like wild video stuff. And then I, I kind of only did it while I was in school because it was fun and like I was there. And it was different than going out. Yeah. And I, I could, you could still kind of go out and have fun, but like you'd be doing something in the meantime, I guess. Yeah. But as time went on, like, I didn't want to be that, like, guy that would go back to school to film these videos. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to be, like, a 25-year-old guy. And like, like Karel or so, something. Like, how's it go? Yeah, like, I'm not trying to do that. And those I was, those yeah. were dark times when Karel would come in. Oh, my God. We'd host them sometimes. And I just, it was a little dark. Like, I can see the... A little is an understatement. It was very dark. Um, <laughs> but I, I, have a, I have a couple questions about that. Uh, did those videos have a name, like a, a uh, like a, a consistent title that people um, recognize them by? It was usually like a drunk, drunk interviews, drunk or, interviews. Or it was like uh, like I would I'd usually hit with like the school, so it would usually be like well, like it was Western drunk interviews, oh, and yeah. then whatever the topic was, or it would be like Guelph, or it would be something along the lines of that. Yeah. So my questions are because uh, that people now might say, oh, that's not a unique idea because they've seen it done a bunch, but oh, yeah. at the time, yeah, yeah. That was a unique idea. At the time, years ago, yeah. At the it time. It kind of was the first of its kind. Right? Did you, and you said, oh, I thought this would be a funny of a, a, a troll, but did you see that style of video anywhere or did you um, just like kind of naturally think it was funny? Well, I saw something like that actually. People like, um, I don't know if you guys remember, there's a YouTuber that's name was Kasim G. Love Kasim. And don't back know. in the day, he used to do these episodes called California On where yeah. he'd be in Venice Beach and he would ask people. And the people at Venice Beach are just like, wild like, yeah, yeah. Cool, there. yeah like wild people at venice beach and, and some of their answers are just like hilarious so i kind of like got the inspo from that because i used to love watching his videos and so i also just realized you know western was a place that you know especially on from wednesday to almost sunday really people were just like intoxicated the entire time so i figured the could, answers were going to be crazy you can find but. some characters definitely and and the videos got some a little they bit got about, tons of like, virality, yeah, didn't they, they? Yeah, they did. I originally just made them as like a joke. Like I just kind of wanted to post them and, and like for your buddies. Or? Yeah. Well, I, I always threw it up on YouTube with the assumption that like maybe somebody would watch them. Yeah. But okay. I never like didn't. I didn't really know how many people would watch them, and I didn't really. I didn't really think about that while I was posting it until maybe like the third or fourth or fifth video in, because that's when people started actually it started getting shared it. and yeah. stuff. Okay. So my my other questions were. You, what is your, like, is 
I know you. That's when I met you. Mm-hmm. Virtually, that's when I knew what your name was. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you guys meet way back then, or you no, just no, knew no, just virtually? Like videos. I just know who he was. I only met okay. him after graduating in person, and I knew nothing about you, and I I wouldn't have assumed any of that. I actually would have assumed by the way you looked that maybe you did like to party, and yeah. and stuff like that. But you said you you came in knowing you really didn't want to get fucked up. Mm-hmm. What kind of what what what's your kind of history that even like gave you that mentality? Because I came to college wanting to get fucked up <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm on board with that well no it evolved it evolved into that essentially okay. on, on uh yeah it, it it made me want to go out after that because eventually i got sick of making those types of videos because it, it wasn't as fun anymore and it was like the same shit and i, I, was, I was got i kind of got bored of it i guess but what put my mentality on the way in was uh originally i wanted to go to school to be a cop and Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. That's uh I went to school originally. I could to see be you a being cop. a cop. So I was like, yeah, okay, like I'm going into policing. And the first year that I was in, I was actually at Fanshawe. The first year I was there, I actually like liked the program. I was like, all right, like, sure, like this is fine. Like, given all the people in my residence and surrounding me were unfortunately like very like interesting people. I yeah. don't want to generalize like all of Fanshawe because like there's a lot of smart people there too, but at the same time, like there was it's a got lot its ups of and downs. It's a lot of interesting human beings at, at that school. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, eventually I realized like second year in that I just did not want to be a cop. And then I started making these videos. Um, but I stayed in the program because like I knew as long as I was in the program, like I'd be here for a while. I could like mess around with the videos and like the program wasn't that hard. Like I was like, sure, like I'll just stay here for a little while. And, uh, yeah, kind of like translated that way, I guess. So, but. Uh, in high school and stuff, were you always yeah. making videos? Were you oh, always creative? Yeah. This, 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 this is actually kind of funny. Um, so how I actually started um, making any videos at all was because of my ex-girlfriend at the nice. time. Which is... What uh, she do a, to which you. Is, which, is a, <laughs> oh, yeah. which is like a classic, like, you know, you don't want to give her credit, but like I probably should type situation. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, back in that day, that was like 2009, 2010. Yeah. That was when I was in grade 10. Yeah. And back in the day, like boyfriend tags and like, like tags were like popular. And she hit me and she was like, Hey, like, I want you to do this thing on YouTube. Like, I want you to like film this with me. And originally, like, as like a high school boy, you're like, no, you're like guarding your masculinity. You're like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. Like, um, but you know, eventually I just did it. And that ended up getting like one and a half million views. What? Like, was some, she, yeah, was she yeah. like a was she like a YouTube? Person? Did she have no, a following already? No, no. What was this video? Did. Why was no. it? So, she just hit the trend. Like yeah, the boyfriend was, tag it, the trend. The thing is, is that is that trend even now is popular? And back then is when it started. That is like the very beginning of that was two. Can you explain a, a, what it is a little bit? The boyfriend it, tag is basically you know you sit down with like your girlfriend and she asks you questions about her and then you have to answer these questions and you can either do really yeah. well yeah. or you can do not so great. <laughs> and I looked like an absolute idiot. I had She's like, like a what's my favorite and color? And yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what, like, what's like, what, what, what did we do the first time we met? And I'm like, shit, like, I don't know. Like, like really like, yeah. So that ended up doing like one and a half million. And then she's like, oh, okay. Like now you got to try and do my makeup. And I was like, no, immediately. Again, I was like, no, I'm not doing that. And, uh, you know, lo and behold, I ended up doing it. And that one got two and a half million views. Shut the no fuck way. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is so, crazy. So I was like, uh, okay. Like, and I, at that point, I was like, oof, like, okay. And at that point, we were AdSense on YouTube was like a thing at that point. Like, oh. it, wasn't, it wasn't like they were chopping down ads for certain types of content or, or anything like if that. If you got was, views, you got money. Yeah, it was very much like each of us in high school were, were easily doing like maybe like 1500 in a month, like just divided in half. Like we were just... <laughs> Dude, I tell you... This I, is so sick. I threw a YouTube dirt bike video up that got 2 million views and yeah. I made like four grand. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. But they've cut back on you now, haven't they? They oh, oh, absolutely demonetize oh, it. Yeah, it's like if you rely on YouTube for your ads to make money at this point, it's it's, it's a lost cause. Like it's just... Are they these- call it the adpocalypse. The adpocalypse. That's what they called it on YouTube when uh, they realized like amongst all the like heavy and, hitters. And we could probably YouTube. get to this because I'm sure this is what's influencing some decisions down the line. So you make these videos, they start going viral. Can we still see them? Are they still live? No, they're private. They're fully private. She privated them. Wow, yeah. love it. Yeah, she um, privated them. And this she doesn't was, want those up. Trust me. She doesn't this, want those. this was under her account. Yeah. Now you guys are thinking, did it? Because the first time I made money off YouTube was the first time I was like, you can fucking make money off YouTube. Yeah. And then my whole perspective on how to make money shifted mm-hmm. i was like a mm-hmm. video will pay you money why am i working 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And you, you got hit with that in high school, but you still said, no, this isn't practical. I, I still think I want to go to school to be a police officer. Yeah, because at the time, although we were making some money, it was very much still like, you know, traditional 20, 2010, like even in the past 10 years, people's ideology of school and everything has changed so oh, much. 100%. Yeah. And back then it was still, you know, even like a must, like you guys should definitely still go to school. Like you guys should do this and that, especially because both of our parents knew like we're just high school kids in a relationship. That'd be a terrible idea to just rely on like, see if it was just YouTube, it would be different, but we're not only just relying on YouTube, we're relying on the relationship of two like like 16, 17 year old kids, right? Yeah, to really go the distance. Right, so <laughs> that is not a good idea in any position. So yeah, I ended up going to school to essentially be a cop, but yeah. There, there's some similarities. Um, I went to school to be a pilot. Wow, <laughs> aviation. Yeah, but same deal. I was looking for a, a nice, steady job that I enjoyed because I like planes. And mm -hmm. same deal, I, didn't, I thought a school, you had to do it. I knew I didn't really maybe want to go into banking or something typical. And I thought the the craziest thing you could do was something like a pilot. Like, yeah. oh, how, how, yeah. how outside the box is that? Yeah. Got to school and then you started doing videos and that, I guess that changed your mind. Uh, yeah. And I started doing, um, I started running businesses with friends, like painting franchise, like car detailing. And I was like, this is more fun, I think. And yeah. piloting looked a little sketch. I went to school and didn't have any direction. And um, you're more like, oh, that's the normal. Yeah, yeah. I, don't I went to school to go to school. You went to school to go to school. It's yeah. still good, though. Most people are that way. So you were you were not much of a partier in high school? Were you an athlete? No, in, yeah, in, in, uh, in high school, not too much of a partier. I was definitely more of a like workout slash judo and like boxing cool. kind of person. Um, I go to a party every now and then, but I wouldn't say I was in like the popular group of kids. I was like definitely like a floater. Would you? Would you but, be yeah. if we uh, if we made a popularity chart because we've done this before? Oh God, Ro Robbie chart. and I said we were like upper huh. B. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like we we had a we had a <laughs> cool group fuck? of friends that uh, that you know sometimes those like big inter-school parties you know we got the okay. old, you'd mix it in with the a's you mix it in with the a's but, like, but who you're hanging out with in terms of like popularity with all the other girl mm, schools because we went to an mm. all-guy school whoa yeah boom you just dropped that on me i, like I didn't go to high school Sorry, i did yeah, yeah yeah um so that's like that's how i break it down but you what, what high school did you go to i went to ancaster high school yeah. and that's uh that, is that in hamilton it's in ancaster which is technically like a part <laughs> of hamilton yeah is An no. <laughs> it'd, be like, it'd be like ancaster dundas like you know, like Dundas. Yeah, okay. you heard of Dundas yeah, yeah. before? Like, yeah. like Stony uh, Stony Creek, not yeah, so yeah. much. Okay. Ancaster, Dundas, like Waterdown. Co-ed yeah, yeah, school, sure. big, fully co-ed. Yeah, fairly large. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably harder because it's more. I feel like bigger. My school was small, so you okay. it was like small groups. You could and you could really clearly. And it was see, all guys. That's yeah, crazy. And popularity is based on like who was invited to more girls things. It's a lot of. It's like a lot of. Dude, like, was there a lot of fights at an all guys school? It's small of, school, really casual. I actually oh, okay. enjoyed it. A oh, lot. Nice. It was. Nice. Uh, I yeah. went to public school till grade eight, so I I mm -hmm. I had my group of friends. Like one of my roommates, Kristen, who's who's slowly moving stuff behind us. Right. Like we met back then. I got that experience. But high school, at an all guys school, that was chill like that. Mm -hmm. You didn't have to worry about how you looked. Oh, you, yeah, you made like some true, good lads. True. Like you would interact with girls on parties on the weekends or dances, but it was a really low pressure. Like you could focus on yeah. what you want type of, type of shit. shit. You guys must've went crazy on the weekends though, then because yeah. you, know, you guys have been deprived of women majority 100%. of the week. I, I think and it's then on the weekend. <laughs> Wait, is it an all girls school too? Then you'd hang out with all these all girls. It's schools. whoever yeah, had the dark. most. That, ends is, with that all... is dark. You think that's fuck, dark? <laughs> fuck Kirill. That is dark. Yeah. That's some shit. That's like, Whoa! I like, actually think it shaped my like. Now I work during the week. I don't even think about girls. And then on the weekend, I'm like, "What's up? What's up? What's up?" It's <laughs> <laughs> dark, dude. This guy's this guy's like Tinder. This guy's like Tinder, Tinder, Hinge, Hinge. Like Bumble. He's like just pounding out the swipes. So um, like I think I I, crazy. I leveled it out in university. <laughs> oh, I, I was more co-ed focused in university during the week. I, I, I would I'm more so. just joking. Yeah. Um. But no, that that's uh. So you were sports. Mm -hmm. You were the odd party. Uh, you didn't I was, really I was a floater. I was a floater yeah. for sure. Yeah. You like got along with all the different groups. Yeah. I didn't like, I was not necessarily never like invited. It was just more or less like I was like bored. Like I never would go because like, I, I kind of just got bored. And like some of the Fair. people, like the student council at my school was very like corny. Like a lot of those people were very like, eh, like full of themselves. And in, 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 in Ancaster's kind of like Oakville in the sense of like, 
there's like a decent amount of well-off kids. Yeah. So it kind of breeds a bit of like ego, I guess. So some of these kids, you know, their parents were X, Y, Z or, or whatever. And it was, um, yeah, just an interesting group of people, really. I didn't like necessarily like tell them that I didn't like them, but like, you know, I, I Majority of the case, I wasn't really like a huge fan. Like it wasn't but the most nice fun to, to hang out with them. Yeah, yeah I got so you. could shoot the shit you. if he needed to. Yeah, definitely. And then you get to school, and you kind of carried that mentality. Like you, you kind of, <clears throat> you know, I'm not really gonna go out and get fucked up too well, much. Well, I was also when I originally arrived at Fanshawe, I was 19 or not 19, 19 18. Do you you're, you're the legal 19. age? Or, yeah, I was just like I was just there, but I it, Fanshawe at the time the the residence was not close to downtown. Oh, right. So I would hate, like, it's like a lazy thing, but I wouldn't want to take the bus all the way from the one side of the city to, like, the other side of the city. And, like, because a lot of the times when you're at school, it's just, like, snowing, like, hard. <laughs> and London yeah, is yeah. Just, it's just winter when London you're at school. London just sucks totally. for that. Like, London is just so bad for that. Like, it was freezing cold. And I was like, I'm not trying to get on this bus with, like, a bunch of, like, weirdos and then go all the way down to, like, Richmond and then catch, like, now uh, you'd the walk in the snow, but you could then take, like, another bus and it would take you all the way down. I was like, okay, like. I don't know. Yeah. At some point I was just too lazy to do that. I was like, I'm not trying to do this right now. And when you did the videos, um, would you, would somebody drive down then? Cause you guys weren't drinking or, um, so when I started doing the videos, actually at that point I had moved, uh, Richmond and Victoria area. Oh yeah. So when it was hot for the most part, I was just walking. So Rob's London local. He's he's uh yeah. he went to high school. Oh, there. Up in he London, knows dude. all it the deal. Cold. It's snowy down there, man. It's freezing. Yeah, you got at least like one snow squall a year <laughs> that throws uh, everyone for yeah. a loop in the city. I don't want to get too gummed up here because I think like the bulk of the story that that I think a lot of people are going to find interesting okay. is is kind of like the transitions you've made since. Sure, but yeah. my final questions are: You get this idea at school. Okay. You're in a police program. You're not in media. So how do you find like a buddy to film you? Who's got the camera? Like, how did you just like strap that idea together? So at the time, yes, I wanted to be a cop. And yes, I did like the YouTube stuff. I had always had a Canon Rebel. So that, so camera was covered. Yeah. Always had a camera. Okay. Um, I had a tripod, not that I needed it. I bought like a mic that was like a hundred bucks, like a super cheap mic. And then one of my buddies was in MIT yeah. And before that, he was also just like filming his own videos. From high school? Like for fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had known him for like years. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, he was just willing to come down and, and film with me. Um, And from there, it was just like, okay, did it, did it, made the videos. People watched them throughout some of the schools. And then, like I said, I kind of found it corny. So I was like, I don't really want to do this anymore. So then I started taking pictures and played with photography for a little while. While at school. Yeah, while yeah. I was there, and then I graduated, and then there was this artist. His name was Pride at the time. It's now Russell, and before that, it was like D Pride. I don't know if you guys ever heard of him. Sounds familiar. Yeah, he's from Brampton. Okay. Yeah, his music's good, but um, Shout essentially, out. he took me on tour. Um, right out of school. Fairly, yeah. Pretty much right out of school, actually. And it was about a month long, and it was throughout the States. <clears throat> and I took a bunch of pictures, and I took videos for, for him. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, and that's actually how I got into film and like video and photo, like those cool type of edits, like making yeah, like, like things like look trendy, cool, like cool looking stuff. I went, on, I went on tour with him, and then I started shooting that kind of stuff. And then he was like, "Oh, like, do you want to shoot my music videos?" And I was like, "Whoa!" Like at the time, I was like, "I don't know if I can handle that." Like that's crazy. But I immediately just jumped in head first. I was like, "Yes!" Didn't even think about it. Said yes, and I started doing that. Just to not to glaze over one quick thing. So you realized you didn't want to be a police officer mm -hmm. during school, or right at that point oh, no, when the opportunities came. It was it during. Was during. It so was did you switch into a different program? No, he, he stayed. No, I yeah, finished you, it. You finished yeah. it with your police school. Yeah, because I didn't want to pay more money to like restart and then do like another like two years of like a different program. Oh wow! So you, you did you tell your parents this? Did you? Yeah, yeah. My dad was like really supportive of it cool. at the time because he I think it's because too he had seen in the past that even with like my ex-girlfriend in high school that there was some sort of money to be yeah. made so he was very like supportive and and very like nice about it but yeah so you get to the end of school you realize you don't want to be a police officer but then this opportunity lands in your lap mm -hmm. and you just take it you kind of throw yourself into the fire mm -hmm. you're doing this work for him you you've now stopped doing your kind of like university content style videos oh, yeah. completely Long time ago oh yeah and you're doing this stuff for him now Correct me if I'm wrong, but when we first chatted, mm -hmm. you had said you'd also kind of gone through a period of like feeling really weird about the whole thing yeah. in general. Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm a big advocate of like you never know exactly 
what like your specific brand is you almost have to like evolve into it it's yeah. it's very it's very uh, rare that somebody knows exactly what they want to be like or what kind of videos like, precisely they want to make or what they want their image to perceive you know so it started with the interviews molded into um, me taking photos and videos for this artist and then I started filming the music videos for this artist and then from there the funk guys I think that's yeah. how we met actually yep um, they picked me up and then I started doing videos and stuff for them but those were more brand related videos so for different companies and stuff like that and then also making kind of uh, personal content for them and uh, that kind of molded into me doing my own situation and then working with other brands and like hotels and tourism boards and making my own YouTube videos. So are you are you solely doing your own stuff and like right now, kind yes. of freelancing? Yes, yeah. Right now? Mm -hmm. And I have like a friend that manages the majority of the work that I get. Oh shit. Yeah, and he does really well. Like he's actually like killing it right now. Yeah, shout out Mitch. He's been Shout out it. Mitch. Yeah, he's been absolutely killing it. So. so you you get these things with Russ. You still have your Rebel or did you upgrade? Uh I had a Rebel for a little while, but at that point um I had been doing brand ambassador gigs, like, yeah. you know, when you can do those like Coke sampling things and, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Like mosaic. And yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. Because I, I didn't want to waste like all of my time working like a full time like shit like Tim Hortons thing or something. You want to be was, flexible. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I would have gone crazy. Like I wouldn't have had the motivation to keep making stuff if I was doing that. And I knew that. And so I just did a bunch of brand ambassador gigs, saved up a bunch of money, then dropped all of my money, <laughs> literally yes. all of the money that I had later on, on a camera. Yeah. Nice. Um, and what'd you go was after? it the Sony? No, it's it's a Panasonic GH5. Oh, like the one you have now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that a video or it's, a it's, it's picture? It's heavy video, but it, the photos are fine. The photos yeah. are still great, but it's just it's a very mirrorless, right? Good for video. Yes. Yeah. Is that still the same one you're using today? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Given I've messed up one of the bodies, so I had to get another body of the same camera. But yeah, yeah no, it's been a crazy good camera. It still is a really good. And camera. and doing the music videos, like, did you have like buddies now that are in the scene to help you, like? you know, get lights or like so, get extra filmers. Yeah. When, well, I'm not really doing the music videos as much now, but when I was doing the music videos, we would always sit back and kind of look at like, okay, like, do we need to rent something from a store or, you know, do we know somebody that has something? And that was kind of how we figured that out. And usually we would know somebody that had something in order to make it work or we would rent it. So you're kind of, you're a, you're a figure out by doing, take the opportunity. You're, you're confident. You can kind of figure it out. Mm -hmm. with your skill set um the uh when i met you though <clears throat> you were doing i don't know if it was through funk or through a private thing mm -hmm. you were doing a, a branch video for a spike ball league in toronto i think that was funk yeah that was, that was funk. chase was is chase. that when you guys originally met too yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. okay yeah so uh rob were you featured in that yeah flick was, as well yeah so robbie well. and i were uh that's where i remember you from is yeah exactly robbie and i were lead we that lululemon lead actors the Lululemon was <laughs> yeah. Yo, we were we were lead lead actors in this uh, spike ball commercial. Chosen and picked from the spike ball. Wow. Handpicked auditions made. Biggest <laughs> biggest spike ball Landed. studs in the land, and uh, I see Pat and I recognize him from what he used to do because I used to watch your videos. I thought they were fucking hilarious <laughs> you recognized him right off the bat and no i don't way. recognize anybody yeah that's true it's, it's that's big actually that's big this guy <laughs> will see fuck anyone you know anyone um, that's important and just completely gloss that's over funny them. and uh and we started talking and i think you had just released i don't know if it was then or a little down the line a video um online talking about your journey i think that was like your first like yeah. youtube launch yeah yeah it was like a it was like a it was a video that i came out with and i basically just like it was kind of like an about me yeah i guess but it was kind of like saying like yeah i'm making my own content now this is what i want to do and, and stuff like that i might have misread that video but i took when i uh when i watched and this was a while ago um i thought that you had mentioned that you had gone through like a like a tough like mental health time. Yeah, yeah. So for a little while, so my mom passed away back in 2010. Okay. And that was pretty tough as well because going through that and then, you know, she would always, she modeled herself and she did a lot of freelance stuff and um, she was a fairly creative person in her own right. And like, I, I never necessarily did everything just because of like, oh, my mom did this, so I have to do this. Yeah. But it was definitely, you know, a point of inspiration that I would take from. But yeah, there's been hard times along the way all the time. Like cancer has affected so many people. So yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah, sorry to, sorry to hear that. Um, 
and I don't even know if you specifically said that in the video. Like, uh, if you did, I'm sorry. Um, my memory is right. The video shit. came out like a while ago. So, um, but like, is it is it something where that was just like a situational mental health thing for you, or is it like, is it, are you the type of person that you think you have like you have some demons you kind of like work with? Oh or? yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely ongoing. It's yeah. definitely not like you know you you got something and it just goes away forever. It's definitely. And I think everybody's got some demons that they work with pretty regularly, but that's one of them for me for sure. And but like but I'm saying like pre pre that that terrible incident like mm. you you weren't battling with like like before that not definitely still like there's some things I always had anxiety even like as a kid and had always been dealing with like stuff like that, but it wasn't really until then that it had been a lot more like enhanced, like amplified Obviously, I guess. Yeah. Um in which then it was an ongoing thing that I had to just kind of learn to deal with. And a lot of that was dealt with through making the videos and doing the other things like that. Because Throwing it to work. Exactly. And when I'm doing that and when I'm filming things or making things, that's kind of the only time I'm not thinking about anything other than that. It's kind of like when people go to the gym and they yeah. work out and they're, it's like a form of meditation yeah. to some degree. And that's kind of how I would describe that. Uh, the only reason I bring it up is because... I think it's one of the most universal things that like people we talk to our friends deal with is is mental health because we're just on like the verge of discovering it like and people saying it more openly mm-hmm. and what I've found through talking we've done I don't know 70 episodes now Rob over over, over? 70 yeah. holy shit you guys are legends um everyone's got a little something oh yeah and what I find is that I actually think as much as it's a negative and it's hard and you have to deal with it, I think it's what drives a lot of people's shit. Oh, definitely. I think, as sorry, do you want to finish your point? No. First? I, I was going to say, I think uh, a lot of the people that we speak to as well uh, happen to be involved in creative uh, endeavors or like industries where it is kind of a bit lonely. So, and, and those are kind of, you know, even if you're not dealing with some sort of mental health issues, I find those can be a little bit... Isolating. Like isolating mm-hmm. and can get down on you to manage as well. well so. What I think you do well, and I don't know if I've misread it, but I think you do well working with people, like kind of networking, mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. that social guy. Whereas yeah. I think we we sometimes isolate ourselves when we work on creative projects, but it's the it's the demons that I think if you can get a harness on them, yeah, like small things, an example... I was super skinny growing up. Mm-hmm. My mom tried to like feed me like pro- like protein shakes and meal replacements like to fat me up. And pasta and, and mayonnaise. And uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to let that slide, Rob. Um, and other weird dishes to fatten me up. But the the, the point is, is I, I have like a little bit of like weird, no matter how much I work out, I always feel skinny now. Mm-hmm. But as an adult, I recognize that. But yet I still use that to, to go to the gym all the time and like get bigger. Because I'm like, okay, I know it's a bit, absurd i'm an average size guy but i i go to the gym i'm like you skinny piece of shit like <laughs> oh my god you know what i mean it's like but i threw a harness on that yeah, yeah, yeah. and i think that's a little bit more literal and like uh, a lot of people may not be as aware but mm-hmm. i think they throw harnesses on their demons a little bit like you said you felt good while you work mm-hmm. you also do a lot of work and that's probably why you're a little bit successful yeah because of it and so i just I, the people that are dealing with some stuff it's not it's not just the worst thing in the world. You know what I mean? If you can understand a little bit, maybe it fuels your fire. Maybe it gets you gets you going. So you 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 make the switch from this guy, mm-hmm. right into funk, or did you personal stuff first? Uh, so basically, while I was filming with this artist, um, I was making Instagram stories, and what I would do is there was this there's this one creator, and he really inspired me. His name's Jesse Driftwood. And he makes Dope name by the way. Yeah, Dope. that's his like name too. It's crazy. But he uh, <laughs> he basically would film a lot of vertical video, and his challenge was that uh, Instagram stories disappear in 24 hours. So it would force him to create something new every single day because that story will no longer be there. So even if you were to try and vlog every day on YouTube, those vlogs are always still gonna stick yeah. around. But this forces you to make something different every day and to come up with something completely new. And I thought that was really cool and it was really easy to do. So I would, while I was shooting with this artist, I would kind of go around throughout the day and I would like, I would just film shit and I would start filming things and then I'd create a little like vertical edit. And I wouldn't say every day, but I'd say like three, four times a week, I would put together these like cool like Instagram stories. And at the time, and nobody- you post that on the artist's 
No, I would do Instagram that on story? my own. Oh, my that's own. yours. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's kind of like a what I'm up to. So even yeah. if it was like behind the scenes of me shooting like him, or like if I'm meeting up with like a friend or something, you can make anything look cool. You can literally make anything look cool. You could take this Tim Hortons cup that looks like super ugly. Um, shout out to Tim Hortons, and you could <laughs> make it look really cool, like depending on on how you shoot it. And then I would make these Instagram stories. And at the time, nobody was really filming instagram stories for no reason so people found it like kind of interesting and they were like oh cool did you have a bit of a following coming out of school a little bit a little, little bit, bit from the videos yeah a little bit but nothing nothing too wild but like a little bit yeah. because people didn't connect to me through the videos as much as they connect to the fact that their friend is in the video and they share it because that also so genius right right yeah but anyway but I'm, the part that bothered me, I'll just quickly even touch on that. Yeah, but the, yeah, yeah. the part that bothered me about that is I recognized the marketing behind the fact that people would tag their friends in it and then the school would relate to the video. So everyone at the school would see it and then they would tag their friends. That's all great. But, you know, being selfish, I was always like, but like, what about like what I create and what about like people liking me for making these videos? People just want to see their friends getting drunk. People just want to see whatever. But I started doing it because I and liked you were just a facilitator. Yeah, basically. I didn't want to be the facilitator. I wanted to be like the the comedy, like the comedian. Like I wanted to be funny, cool. right? Yeah. So like that's great that people were like tagging their friends and people found it funny and like it is. I'll take it for what it's worth. But at the same time, I wanted people to find me funny and not just like their friends being fucked up funny. So I, I'll give you props for that because it's hard to leave something that's doing well, right? It's yeah. it's hard to to take something that's giving you some form of success and, and say, you know what, it's not exactly what I want. Um, but no, it's, and it's, it's a lot of people are afraid to admit stuff like that too. Mm. Like same deal with us, man. Like we, we want a bit of that too. And that's why we kind of went on our own paths. Uh, so uh, you did that and I'll give you props for that. You're making these vertical stories. You have yeah. a little bit of buzz, nothing crazy, right, yeah. but at least an audience that is going to see the work you're doing. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's yeah. not for nothing. Uh, and let's pick up there. <clears throat> right. And then funk. Mm-hmm. Um, so while I was with this artist and I was filming the music videos and I was doing all this other stuff, they, I had met Everett, which was one of the people that is in charge of doing the content, the photo, the video, all that stuff. So he was like, oh, you want to do some videos? You want to do some, some stuff like that? And I was like, sure, why not? So we shot a couple things here and there. And uh, then I became a part of their team for a while and that was actually really fun because we got a couple opportunities with different brands and we got to travel a bit so that yeah. was cool where about to travel um specifically la la was a really fun time with them because we had just figured out it worked out really well the hotel that we were working with at the time allowed yeah. us to be there for like seven days and like we didn't pay for anything and then there was like we rented like a there's such a classic i've seen these LA. videos i showed you the videos right? yeah, yeah yeah they're super it, dope it, it was, such a I was in some like, of the clips too like did you go multiple times or is it no that time we only we only went that time i had okay. went before with the artist to la before right, right, right but we had only went that time but that time was like super fun because like i said like the hotel was like they, they had us and then we rented a g-wagon like just such a classic like la thing and then uh <laughs> i and love helicopter it. yeah and then we knew uh they knew a guy named robin and robin does a lot of the helicopter flights for like logan paul and like all these other people nice and so we reached out and we were like yo like let's do a video for you you know like whatever so it wasn't like some sort of crazy paid thing by any means we just yeah. wanted to get up so he's like sure come up like make the thing so we went up flew all us around the hollywood sign did all that stuff over the city and uh, yeah, that was super dope. And then we got this wild Airbnb that was in like, I think it was Topanga. Like hills, yeah. yeah, it was like, like Topanga. And it was like this crazy treehouse looking thing. And then we hired a model and it was like, we just shot, it was like for fun, but like, it was it was a super good time and and some of the some of the, some of the shit the model said I was like oh my god what the fuck are you talking about but yeah yeah so like, she was in LA I didn't know if she was a friend or if she was just like a, no she's hired fully hired, hired. Yeah. fully hired fully hired not a friend not a friend <laughs> <laughs> sorry yeah she's not even gonna yeah she she oh man it was interesting man that's a whole other thing is is shooting with models and, and the experiences that come with that like sometimes some of them I just like you know what I mean some of them are great like like super like creative smart people. And then sometimes you hit a model, and this goes for almost anybody, not even just or models. Just profession. Just, yeah, it, it, you run into some of them, and I'm just like, what are you, like, what? Like, like what are you on? Like, and what she, was you, she, one, she, she, yeah, she was, she was one of them. She was, she was one of them. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she had the ego of like something I had yeah. never seen if, in my if life. If it makes but. you feel any better, there is maybe a less than 1% chance this will ever 
ever hit her it, even if she did that's fine like it's one of those things where like i like i wouldn't say anything i wouldn't expect that say to their face so i mean you're like uh, you're pretty like honest unapologetic yeah. i mean like it is what it is she came out and she was like you know like i could do runway but the reality of it is is i would rather build my own brand and i was like i agree okay yes and she goes so what am i gonna do i'm gonna make positive captions and that was it just positive yeah. captions. I was like, wow, nobody's ever done that before. Like, <laughs> wow, that is really creative, Lib. Like, you Liberty. Know what? Like, Liberty was your name. Like, also a dope name. Yo, Liberty and your friend, <sighs> like, like something like... Driftwood should meet up, should <laughs> oh, link up. No. Liberty, <laughs> no. Liberty Driftwood? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse is insane. like the smartest, most like creative, like, like yeah, literally I mean, has a kid and he's a creative and like owns his own. Like he's, he's some, on some wild shit. And Liberty would be like, I could have been a runway model. And he'd be like, I don't fucking care. Liberty, like, or or like, Jesse's uh, already a runway model somehow. Jesse's, just, yeah, Jesse's <laughs> just like talented as fuck. So, so you're working with the funk guys. Yeah. And then, uh, how long? How long are we with him for? Um, on and off. Well, particularly, I was I was on with them on like a contract. I think it was for like not really that long. It might have been like three or four months. But I was working with them off contract, where I was basically a part of that team for the better part of maybe a year, a year and a half. And then from there, it wasn't really anything personal by any means. It yeah. was more or less like I just wanted to kind of create my own thing. And it, and more than anything, anyone that starts, you know, any kind of like, it, whether it's a podcast or a business or whatever, you need pretty much all your time dedicated to like yourself, as bad as that is, like as selfish as it is. Not bad, but selfish. Yeah. And I didn't have enough time to create the content that I wanted to make for myself if I was only working with them. So that, so with that being said, I started doing my own thing and started making my own videos and reaching out to brands so I could kind of like build my own image. And yeah. Everett, one of the guys, actually kind of made me realize that because he said like, you got to ask yourself like, do you want to do this or do you want to do that? And like, whatever. And yeah, it was nothing personal. It was just that's the way that it you're still kind buds. Of I saw you're still it. buds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're cool. Yeah. Um. And how long ago was this? Um, that you left them. Might have been a while. It's a while ago now. Like, like eight months maybe. I think. Yeah. It's yeah. been a, it's been a while. Yeah. I've worked with them too, like off contract and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, it's been it's been a while. And this guy Mitch now manages kind of all your bookings uh, yeah, and helps yeah, he you does. get these gigs. Yeah, he does. Um. Yeah, so so I've been friends with Mitch for for a while. We used to just like work out and just do like, just like classic stuff, not content related. Yeah. Does he work? Does he have like a management company or something? That's or? the thing is, no, he doesn't. But he's had a passion for sales, specifically sales, for a long time. So like cold calls. Like, yeah. Like he, he what a weird a, passion, but fucking like, God, he, bless yeah, that he, guy, like, he likes cold calls. He likes. Well, he has such an interesting motto for for certain things too. Like for example, you know, when somebody leaves their phone number on like. A website or something he just he just calls like he's like it's just like leaving your front door open like I'm walking, <laughs> he's like i'm walking in like he does like that meme and i'm like that's are you, so funny yeah, I was like are you fucked he's like oh, sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta just walk in the front door path I'm like okay man like do whatever you gotta do but. see if i saw someone's front door open i'd be like oh maybe i should like, close that for like wrist yeah. and rye for example for like your business it, yeah. it would be like he like scopes your email finds yeah. your email you're like you know maybe you're like taking a shit someday and it'll like uh, like caller like you're getting a call it's like hello trav this is mitch just calling on behalf of blah, 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 blah. like you're just gonna get it like, you might just get but it like i respect <laughs> that yeah he, he grinds he grinds man and he he gets a lot of um he, he's starting to understand you know how to find emails and how to like scope around and find the right contacts mm -hmm. and then you know he's also multi-talented in a sense where i've showed him how to film things and how to operate gimbals and so stuff he can like also that. help yeah well so much so that he's like filmed a lot of my stuff of me in the shot. AKA so, the perfect business partner so for you. Yeah, so so that works out pretty well. Fuck, that's awesome. So you've just been getting personal like brand related gigs and and paying your bills mm. with uh, mm. your business partner. Yeah. Which is fucking dope. What a what an evolution. Yeah, it's definitely a a, a, a path for sure. <laughs> we, the path looks a little weird, but we were watching some of your videos recently on mm -hmm. uh, or on your channel, and uh, I, I saw you've done some crazy trips. Like you're mm -hmm. in Egypt for oh, a yeah. bit. Oh yeah. Was that um, was that through Funk or through no? Virginia? No, that was that was on my own actually. Um, so yeah, with with all of the with that kind of stuff with the videos that you're talking about, another thing that's kind of uh, got me into certain places was some of the people that I saw as like. Um, and I still see is is like idols and, and people that I respect on a, on a creative level. Um, 
years ago I ended up connecting with them because they had either seen those other videos that I were making or they had or I had reached out and luckily enough they weren't like huge at the time so we had been able to communicate but I'm friends with a lot of these people and they'll get gigs and then we'll we'll collab on things so cool. for, for Egypt for example there's um, a creative named J.R. Ali and the guy is like a beast with video like just some crazy shit so. was he the guy that had the house that you stayed at that you stayed at uh which house? oh no no that wasn't his house okay no no that wasn't his house is that this was, guy like a big youtube this guy, guy is he does similar like cinematic video stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's like much <laughs> larger than i am but his content is, is of a obviously different obviously not physically no not, <laughs> not, not not physically but he uh yeah no he, he makes like it's a different different style um and, and it's it's really really good so actually the contact in egypt that found his stuff Okay. And then he included me in on it. And then we had both done, like, uh, we then looped in the airline. So Egypt Air is, like, their airline. Yeah. So then we then worked with the airline. And then we worked with the company Visit Egypt, which is our friend Ahmed, who runs that in Egypt. And, mm -hmm. it, and it's kind of in collaboration with their tourism board. So we went and we visited a bunch of different locations in Egypt and basically showcased them and, and shot what, like, the lifestyle was kind of like there. So can I, can I ask you, because this a lot of this like you said you do stuff for yourself like this podcast was started to help rob and i because we don't fucking know things right and um so we ask a lot of questions and it's uh the only reason we record it is because we're hoping people also like want to know the answers to it mm -hmm. but i see what you're doing with these collaborators and you know linking everything up and i wish that we could have that same sort of like collaborative network of just creatives that you know we're, we're making some music let's do it together or we're doing a show together let's make some videos but i find myself not in um in a crew like that and it's definitely a fault of mine somehow in terms of like reaching out or like what's your philosophy on like connections or like, right. like just how you run your kind of day-to-day -day, your week-to-week -to, -week to get all right. these gigs and link them together and i wouldn't say ours is bad either it's I mean, not it's, bad it's, it's growing it's like yeah. we're, we're doing better but it's uh we're slow we're slow yeah mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess well, there's like a couple things to that as far as, you know, collaboration is such a huge part of, of any industry, whether it's video, whether it's just content, photo, anything like that. Um, but the most important thing about collaboration is that it has to make sense. And yeah. that's something that a lot of people kind of like flop on in the sense we're like, oh, I reached out to this huge guy and he didn't respond. Why didn't he respond? And it's like, you know, as, as much as a lot of these people are homies or, or friends or whatever, there needs to be some sort of mutual benefit you know maybe these people want to tell their story maybe they don't want to tell their story so if somebody says no i don't want to be on the podcast it's probably like their own insecurity you know what i mean True. or it's something related to that but as far as is finding people to collaborate with for me specifically it's it's a lot of people that are in my niche and because the niche of video it, i wouldn't say it's small but like once you're in like deep into the community, you know the movers. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody yeah. knows everybody. It's all the way up the chain, all the way up to the people that have millions of followers. We all almost have each other's like phone numbers. So it's one of those things where it's like very like, it's a small world, and anyone can really cross over. So you kind of built up your island, and then did you reach out to people, or did it just naturally kind of get connected um, on things? So what what originally happened was I had connected with one creator um through i think it was like facebook like a long time ago and we had been friends uh for like years and then from there um you know i had done videos with him and so other bigger creators would then associate me mm -hmm. they'd see they, they, oh who's this person you know um and even if if it was like a, oh who's that person that's enough that if i reach out at least i have a reason to be like i'm here i'm not like somebody who just started making videos i'm not like temporary you know because temporary is another big thing people will just jump in and out of their industry yeah and people will, when they want to collaborate they want to collaborate with people who are going to be around who are going to like make a the difference somehow so for me i connected with one person which kind of gave me i guess like a cosign you could call it cool um and then which when i collab with somebody else it's like another cosign and then once there's two people that are like oh i've worked with this person it becomes like a a bit of like umbrella, I guess, so that people have been like, oh, he's worked with, with these people. Oh, great. It's kind of just like building yeah. a resume, but with creators. And I that guess. and that initial reach out, <clears throat> were you just, like you said, natural collaborations or, or collaborations that make sense? Were mm -hmm. you like, you know what? It makes sense for me to work with this guy or did you just send out like an appreciation? So it started with me just being like, I really like your work. This is really good. Um, here's some of my work. 
And I also took into account, okay, this guy's huge. I'm not. Like, what can I offer? Right. You know, because there's no point of me collaborating with somebody for for views if I don't get any. You know, yeah. so it's like, why why do that? Instead, like, the content that you want yourself in, like, let me shoot it. You know, like, let me shoot you. Smart. So it's like, because this guy also makes videos. Yeah. But, like, so as a videographer, or as a filmmaker, as a content creator of any kind, a lot of the times you also need to be in the shot too. Mm -hmm. So what a creative way to who's going to film you. It's who's going to film you. Like I can, and like, here's some of the stuff I've done. Right. So then they're like, Oh, okay. Like this guy's done like whatever. He's filmed a lot of his own videos. And at the time I hadn't like, I hadn't worked with anybody major, but the music videos in itself, (laughs) the music videos in itself, and other things like that were enough to be like, okay, look, like I, I know how to man a camera. Yeah. I know how to like get the right like shots. Like I know my compositions, like, you know, it, it's, it's on you. Like if not, it's fine. But like, like think about it kind of deal. Right. And then it, it just evolved from there. Basically. Would you say you're more focused right now on uh, building like your own personal brand, like with, uh, you know, videos, you know, yeah. I, I guess like content, like going to Egypt and like the cool cinematic stuff that mm-hmm. you're doing or more focused on uh, getting, you know, getting deals with companies to like shoot their commercials and such. Or maybe, maybe they're like both like in sort of one mm-hmm. un- umbrella. You it's know? an umbrella like, for sure. Okay. Um, it's definitely an umbrella because the people who you work with can also help build out that image in that, that your brand, you know, like for example, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of a creator named Alan Palander, maybe, but maybe not. He is a photographer originally and his photos are absolutely amazing, but he is known to work with some of the highest end brands humanly possible. And people are like, how on earth is this person doing this? I mean, not really how on earth His content is amazing, Yeah. but you would never see Alan doing something with even like Walmart or something. Even if Walmart was like, we'll give you like $10,000 to do something or $15,000. Alan would be like, no, like I, I work with like Aston Martin. Like, you know what I mean? There's yeah, a very yeah. specific like niche to his brand and he only works with companies that fall under that niche to support his image, which yeah. is how I would argue anyone should really do their, their work. I wouldn't want to work with somebody that I wouldn't want to represent myself with. Right. Because yeah. that just is a part of your image and your brand is the people you work with is a, are a part of your brand too. In, in the end Cause of you all put that. them on your thing and say, Hey, I just did this thing with Aston Martin. I just did yeah. a thing with Gucci. Like I endorse that. Mm-hmm. So that means that you are, you know, that is a yeah. part of your brand as well. So that's cool. I would say I, I focus on all of it. You know, one thing that I'd say that I'm going to be focusing on more too is to be able to put out videos even more often. You know, I'm, I'm probably going to start doing the odd like informative video and kind of like educating people on how I shoot certain things. So for example, if, if I went and I shot, um, like, let's say I shot a commercial for like Lexus or something yep. like that, I would have one of my friends come out and shoot me shooting the commercial so that I could then voice over that video and say, this is how I shot this, you know, like That's so you would be shooting the commercial and you'd have B cam guy shooting, yeah. you shooting the commercial. Yeah. I actually have a video like that. That's coming out very soon. But essentially what that one is, is I went into a boxing gym with this, uh, with this girl, her name's Briar. She's like super talented. She does like dance, like boxing. Could beat me up. Oh, she could beat the shit out of you. Nice. She's crazy. Yeah. What up, Briar? Strong as hell. And, uh, I went in with like the running gun mindset. So yeah. I didn't know, I didn't plan out any of the shots. I didn't do you anything like that. Cam kind of. Yeah. And I went in and on the spot, it's like, okay, I'm going to shoot this for this reason. I'm going to shoot this for this reason. And at the end of the day, it's all going to make sense. Right. And it turned out really well. I just posted the edit actually on Instagram, but the behind the scenes of how I shot the edit and everything is, is going to be coming out soon, but I'm going to be migrating kind of into that as well. That's cool. That's kind of like how planet earth does it. If you watch their, their secondary <laughs> stuff that comes out afterwards and they show you how they got like all the penguins <laughs> running around and stuff, you know, you know, it's, it's cool stuff. Yeah. He's a fucking penguin. Uh, no, that's jokes, man. I, I gotta give you props. Um, I've, I've just been a like I just I respect what you're doing. I love the videos of you flipping in the gym and shit, doing <laughs> Thank you, man. Yeah. doing parkour. Um, there is kind of like a you're not a, you're not really doing the vlog stuff. You're not really doing no. the influencer stuff. Not as much. But boy, do you got the fucking toolkit if you want to do because <laughs> all those guys do like flips and shit. Yeah, skydive. It is a known, is they a known need thing. A girl in a thong. <laughs> And then I don't know what the final I forget yeah. what the final pieces are, but like that's like the starter kit for you. Need like a you need like a jungle, you know, you need <laughs> a really hot girl. Blue, blue water. Some blue ass water. Um but what I was gonna say is um 
I'll, at the end of this, we'll put some plugs in because a lot of our friends might work at businesses that could use. Sure. Your shit is unreal. That's that's all I wanted you, to man. say. Yeah, I appreciate so that. good. We're well, legitimate you, fans. Um, I, w- I was just happy to work with you even in a small capacity for, for Riss and Rye. You literally just were like, hey, man, I like your stuff. I if you just toss me a couple, I do cool stuff. Dude, I actually still wear those like all the time. Dope. <laughs> I actually do. I still wear them all Unreal. the time. Um, and you're like, I do, I do cool stuff. They'll just show up and edit. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Because I like, I actually like it. Like I'll wear it. Yeah. So I obviously was just pumped to see all that stuff, yeah. and you're definitely top of mind as our music gets bigger for just like filming shit where we look dope. For and, sure. Yeah, man. I, um, I got another question for you. Okay. Did I see you work with Bombardier? Doing uh, was it oh, the, 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 the three wheel the three wheel thing? Oh, what was yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, it's Can Am. Yeah, Can Am. Okay, is, I guess like Bombardier or or whatever they're B- yeah. BRP or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. How are those things? Those are super dope. Um, but then again, I'm also not like an experienced motorcycle like rider, whatever. You know, like I so so I've heard interesting things about like from one person like translating from a motorcycle to a three wheel. Yeah, yeah. Um, however, from somebody who's never ridden anything, that thing is fast as hell and you could do it with just a driver's license or did you need a motorcycle i got no i got a motorcycle's license for that um but it was quick it was a 900 i think and it had balls like it had balls for sure and because it had those two wheels at the front you could just slide you could drift yeah Yeah. (laughs) it was crazy because one of the days it rained and i was not like fully prepared for how much this thing could slide yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like I would take off and I'd like start moving and I'd have to be like, okay, I, I got I to gotta chill here. This is like a lot. Fuck, like, and where were you driving it? Oh yeah, I was driving it. No, where? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I was driving it in Calgary, which okay. is in Alberta because yeah. I had done something with their tourism board. Um, basically, Calgary had this thing, uh, Creative House is what it was called. And they invited a bunch of creators to basically make content. So they'd have you down for... X amount of time and, and they would come up with or they'd work with you for like an itinerary. So yeah. ours was like we got to go up on like caves and go up on mountains and go to Banff as part of it. And then there was like, a, you know, we got to stay downtown Calgary and basically kind of highlight the city in that sense. And we were like, OK, well, let's reach out to people in the meantime as well so that we can kind of add to this. And, and Can-Am was one of them. And I just kind of wanted to ride it and do stuff like before this happened, before the snow kicked yeah. in. So. Well, okay, and now it's you and Mitch reaching out and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so dope. look dope, super jealous. Uh, everyone's got to check your shit out so that they can get a little jealous and fired up too. <laughs> the final thing before we wrap this up, and I'm so curious to see how you react to this, but <clears throat> way back, um, you put up a video being like, you know, if I put out a workout plan, would you yeah. guys want it? Yeah, I have done that. And uh, that's when I started being like, yeah, this guy is fucking huge. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, I was oh, like, I, yeah, I kind of would want it. And then it was a right, it was around that time that I started seeing this other content cr- uh, workout guy, Grego Gallagher. <laughs> oh my god! And I oh, okay, man. first of all, I have a weird story with him where my buddy was neighbors with him. Oh man! <laughs> and uh, my buddy's just having a pool party, and he's just like casually telling me, he's like, yeah, my neighbor's kind of an odd dude. He like he like beats up on this like. <laughs> Like body bag guy and I know exactly what you're talking he's like, about. He, he like just like does oh, martial arts no. in his front yard and oh, no. and I don't really know what to do about it. He's oh, like he's like no. telling me this story, and then all of a sudden I hear a voice on the other side of the fence being like, What the fuck are you talking about? And it was <laughs> no, him no, overheard no, no, my no, buddy no, describing no, it to no, me. No, 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 and no, I didn't know no, what this guy no, looked no. like. Oh my right? god, no. I didn't know what he looked like. So I immediately chirp back and I go, Shut the fuck up. Oh. Like I, right? I'm like, I'm like there's a whole party of oh. dudes here. Like, what are you going to do? Internally cringing so and then, hard right and now. And then after after the fact, my oh. friend shows me who it is. He's like this shredded dude oh, man. who maybe could probably eat, like, eat my oh. shit for breakfast, I'd say. So that was a bit of a bad call. But then I look oh, at all his workout man. videos. You've obviously seen him. I know who it is, yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, I thought of... First of all, he makes a, probably a good amount of coin doing that oh yeah well dude have you guys ever heard of kino body workouts that's his shit right that's his yeah so it did really well actually right yeah. so he's a little like interesting but yeah whatever yeah. it is he's making money oh yeah yeah and i was just thinking with your like with your kind of skill set mm-hmm. that could be a path where you could make some fucking change it could yeah because you have i don't know if it's like you if you've always been a bigger dude but like you have the the body that you could that's funny you could market and the the content creation ability 
Thanks, like, I appreciate that, it. man. I'd pay dude, for I, it. I appreciate that. Um, it's definitely something that I've considered in the past. I think I'd want to be a lot larger as like an entity before just being like, you know, okay, I'm actually going to legitimately drop a huge like workout plan, like just buy it, like put it up on like a website and, and have people buy it. But you never know, like something in the future to think about for sure. And, and funny enough, I used to be, cause you had mentioned that you were really skinny. Yeah. I used Stick to be, figure. I used to be a rake in high school. Give me your work. Really? I, I used to be a rake. I did. I used to be yeah. a rake because, you know, like it's just the long kind of lanky like body type. That's just the way that it was like. And even when I was doing judo and I was doing boxing and other things like that, I still do a lot of boxing right now. But when I was doing those things, those aren't really like they muscle. melt calories, man. You're they're not really. Yeah, they're not really like muscle building things. Um, So I started lifting weights in high school. And then from there you know, into college, obviously I was in policing. I just started lifting weights and I, I started understanding kind of like what worked for my body uh, specifically. And then I just like attacked that. And I was like, yeah, well, this is easy. And I just kind of just made it more of um, like a lifestyle as opposed to being like, you got to get in the gym every fucking day. Like you got to do, because some people are so like culty about it. Yeah. And it's like, yes, like sure. Be as culty as you want, whatever. But I think more importantly, just make it something that you're used to doing regularly and something that where like you're not gonna get anxiety if you just miss one day because you oh I'll go tomorrow and then like actually go tomorrow but like don't get too caught up in it because if you can you it's so easy to get too caught up in it and be like like you were saying like you're like oh, I, I work out because I'm like I don't want to be skinny you yeah, know what yeah, I mean yeah, it's yeah. like that's good but like once it gets too much then it's like oh shit like I can't miss a day and like it gets it gets like really intense yeah, but, like, yeah as long yeah. as you can keep it as like a because it's a marathon it's not a sprint it's something where you just need to do it you know regularly and then you'll be like oh shit like i look you know pretty good right now or basically it, it, like that if i were to get a little five minute selfish preview of like kind of like <laughs> not like what you do exactly i don't care but yeah. just like um you know how often you try to yeah. at least keep it up and, and how focused you are on your diet because mm -hmm. how long you're there for yeah and your like, diet what shakes what brands <laughs> but just like just like a general idea of like yeah. how you try to hit it each week so weekly so so i go to a gymnastics gym and i also box but i also lift weights so it's kind of hard to fit that in in, in, mm -hmm. in the week but how it normally goes is i do my splits as most people would from like monday to friday it'll be like chest tries back buys like shoulders something and then like legs and then usually on the weekends or in between even at the ends of some of those workouts i'll box so whether that's like sparring with like people that have also had like boxing experience or me going even like to the club like late at night in boxing or you know every sunday they have uh an open gym in burlington bg's which is uh it's just like an open gymnastics gym and i go and i train there because i've had training for long enough now that i just like take it into my own hands and i'll just like do some conditioning i'll do some flips and stuff and i've never really done any core uh specific conditioning ever it's always just been through the different activities so it's cool. always been like the gymnastics has caused the core to build up or like the martial yeah. arts has helped out a bunch of other things and stuff like that. So I would do my splits just as anyone else would throughout the week. But during a lot of those days, there's different activities involved like boxing or gymnastics mm -hmm. or things of that nature. And food wise, how food. much you shoveling in? Uh, yeah, I eat a lot. Um, probably like four times, five times a day. Um, a lot of like rice and chicken, to yeah, be yeah. totally honest. And like, I'm a big stir fry guy. I'm not really good at like cooking. Yeah. So rice and uh, chicken stir fry Stick related things you know. is generally like my a lot of eggs. I eat a lot of eggs. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like so meat heady, but yeah, I, I do love eggs. No, do you need, cut out like do you to. eat bread or I eat bread? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I eat bread. you eat anything. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't do that yeah. much activity. That's the you thing. just it's, shovel it in. Yeah, I don't like to. I don't really like to nitpick too much on like my fats or like my like how much sugar am I doing or like 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 I take you know my macros is something that I'm aware of, but I don't want to obsess over the like specifics of how much fats am i getting or how much this it's like i i know i have like an approximate idea but i'm more kind of focused on the training and then fulfilling how many calories i actually need because that's honestly probably one of the hardest parts like it's hard enough to do that as it is let alone try and keep track of like how much sugar or like how much are you know how many fats like and all this other stuff so yeah Dude. as long as i'm meeting that amount or if i want to gain a bit of weight i'll just you know i'll, I'll go ahead of it and then if I want to go, I'll just go into deficit and I'll lose weight if I want. Or it's kind of like one of those things. I'm the choir, man. Like I lose weight just existing. <laughs> like if How's I, a beer lose like three pounds? I know. Like, they're like, don't do these. It'll fatten you up. I'll do that. I'll eat cake. I could eat cake for a month yeah. and I'd lose weight. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, That's how it goes, man. All the stuff you've said, 
all I want to say is um, thanks for doing this. If there's anything else you want to get out or if you think we kind of... Yeah, any final we... words or anything you want to touch on, plug? Uh, well, I think as far as just everything that we've talked about so far, I think as far as anything creative goes, you just got to be you know, really consistent and open to new ideas and don't have your mind just only set on one very specific thing. Kind of like let opportunities come to you and see where the opportunities and what they mold you into, I cool. think. I like that. And I uh, definitely, I want to... Uh, uh, keep we'll keep chatting and we got a lot of stuff going on i'd love to uh be your test subject patient zero for your workout plan that you're going to develop in let's here. do it if you can turn me from this this uh <laughs> what, what what did i call myself earlier <laughs> this fucking like skate. a scarecrow or yeah, something, fucking something stick like... figure um to a good size man you'll make millions <laughs> uh and then otherwise keep killing it thank you man we'll keep in touch on all our creative stuff mm -hmm. and everyone that listen uh just fucking flood all his shit. Um, because yeah, we'll, we'll post all of it in the show notes. Tag all of Pat's stuff. If you got a brand, you need to check it out. Yeah, it's if you cool got a brand stuff. that needs that type of work or just uh, a, guy, a guy to talk to, um, reach out. And otherwise, let's have a fucking sick week. Thank you Thanks guys for having Pat. me. Yeah, and we'll <laughs> see you next Tuesday. Now give me one good reason why I should This is my house, these are my friends, it's all up to me Oh, sing it with me now, if Toronto's your hometown